Voters all around the country and here around Chicago are waking up to uncertainty. Several key races we've been watching leading up to yesterday's election are still too close to call. WBEZ's Dave McKinney is here to give us the rundown of Illinois results such as they are. Pretty short night, Dave. Oh, man, you're telling me. Uh, let's start big with the statewide results. Obviously, the presidential race and U.S. Senator Dick Durbin up for re-election. And we had a big state constitutional amendment on the ballot to change the income tax. Well, that's right. I mean, there were no big surprises on the first two of those, Mary. Illinois was favored heavily to go for Biden, and it did, 55 to 41 percent. Though the counting is still continuing this morning. The AP called that race early last night. It was right after 7 o'clock after the polls closed. Now, Durbin is the number two Democrat in the Senate, and he was projected to win easily, uh, and he did as of early this morning. The spread between him and Republican Mark Curran was 52 to 41. Now, still somewhat up in the air is the graduated income tax amendment, and Governor Pritzker had, had invested so much money and political capital in that. It would move Illinois away from the current flat income tax structure that we have to one where people would pay based on how much they, they earned. Now, the campaign over this referendum was the most expensive in state history and one of the most expensive in the country. Country. Republicans are claiming that they defeated it. Uh, Pritzker still hasn't come out and, and conceded anything, and AP hasn't called it. Uh, as of this morning, with 98% of precincts reporting, uh, this thing was underwater. I mean, 55% were against the change, 45% in favor. And if that stands, that means that uh, the state is going to have to deal with some pretty devastating budget cuts ahead or, or do a tax hike. And those are things that Pritzker and the Democrats had hoped to avoid going into last night. Turning to Congress, we had a few competitive races in the suburbs that we've been watching. It seems like uh, we might be watching at least one of them for a while longer. Yeah, that's right. I mean, there were uh, these were the hot campaigns from 2018, and they were again this this year. The sixth congressional district, which goes from uh, DuPage County through Kane, McHenry, and Lake counties, pitted Democratic Congressman Sean Caston against Republican Jeannie Ives. Uh, early this morning, the AP called that race for Caston, 52 to 47 percent. Uh, in the 14th Congressional District, Republican State Senator Jim Oberweiss appeared to be on his way toward upsetting Democratic Congresswoman Lauren Underwood in that far uh, northwest and west suburban district. I mean, that's pretty much a 50-50 race. But as of this morning, Oberweiss had an 895-vote lead uh, over Underwood out of more than 377,000 votes cast. Uh, AP is listing all of the precincts reporting in that race this morning, but it's still not been called. There was also a big contest for Cook County State's attorney, a seat traditionally Democrat, but Republicans made a big run for it in the general election. Well, that's right. Democratic State's attorney Kim Fox easily fended off her uh, Republican challenger, Patrick O'Brien, by a 54 to 40 percent margin. She had the backing of Cook County President Tony Preckwinkle and overcame criticism for her bungled handling of the staged hate crime involving actor Jesse Smollett. For O'Brien, it was an uphill battle. I mean, the last time a Republican was Cook County's top prosecutor was all the way back in 1996. Dave, you'd also been following the race to retain an Illinois Supreme Court justice. It could have some big implications for the state. What's happening there? And that's a campaign where voters in Will County and 20 other northern Illinois counties decided whether Democrat Tom Kilbride deserved another 10-year term in the state's high court. I mean, he was the longest-tenured Supreme Court justice. I mean, Republicans had targeted Kilbride because a defeat could create a pathway for the Republicans to stake a claim to the state Supreme Court for the first time since 1969. Democrats hold a 4-3 to majority in the court currently. Uh, to win retention, Kilbride needed 60% of the vote. 
Uh, as of this morning, though, I mean, he had only gotten to 56% and conceded defeat late last night. So that's really shaping up as a big blow for Democrats. Um, what this defeat means now, it sets the stage for some big Supreme Court races in 2022 that, you know, right now, you know, appear to favor Republicans. We'll stay tuned. That's WBEZ's politics reporter, Dave McKinney. Thank you, Dave. Thanks, Mary.